0: Hello everyone and welcome back to an all-Italian episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Let's get some food, and then we'll see if we have similar tastes or disagree. It's the Mess Hall Podcast with Avery and Lena. Welcome. Like I said in the beginning there, I talked about having an Italian episode of the Mess Hall podcast, so um just gonna say apologies for not having the Monday episode. Usually we're doing the live episode, we just couldn't do it this week.
1: Life got in the way.
0: Exactly, so it kind of sucks, but we're gonna start doing them again next Monday. We missed one, so uh, we'll be doing them a little bit later in the evening, so it gives us enough time to get ready and be doing this, so
1: so stay posted.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I was super excited for this. What, one of the things that we're trying to do on the podcast is support locals, especially during this COVID time. We also like opening boxes and mystery boxes. And the last Monday episode we did, we opened up a box of Italian treats. And that came yeah. from Lena's Italian Market here in Calgary. Um, not Lena... Spelled the same as Lena here on the podcast.
1: Spelled with an I. So crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I asked them to make me a mystery box and I told them my budget and then they threw in some extra stuff and oh my God. Everything looks so amazing, and we have so many cool things on the table today. We're going to be also doing a follow-up episode on Monday, so...
1: And so we've kind of broken it down. We have Italian chocolate to do on Monday, and today we have both chips and cookies.
0: Yeah, everything looks... When I, I, didn't, I tried not to look at the package when we got it, even though it was in clear cellophane, <laughs> and it was so nicely wrapped, I didn't want to rip it open like a monster, but we did on the podcast, and... <laughs> (laughs) The only thing that I saw that I really took, and I saw chocolate bars, and I saw packages of stuff, but I didn't really try to focus on anything because I wanted to be surprised. But I saw the chips, uh, like the uh, truffle chips, and this really intrigued me, and I was really excited for truffle chip.
1: Yeah, then that's where we're starting today. Oh,
0: good. And and I... (laughs) For the listeners out there, I don't know where we're starting. I just see a whole bunch of food on the table to break it down, give everybody a little idea. Lena does all the research. I do nothing um
1: editing looks, yeah, looks pretty cute too.
0: <laughs> I do all the editing in the background. I email people so to get guests and stuff like that. Sometimes Lena does that, but Lena's the research department. We just put the food on the table, and Lena tells me what way we're going to eat it. so
1: Avery eye candy. <laughs> Even though you guys can't see him on this podcast,
0: <laughs> he's my
1: uh, eye candy. So talking about candy, yeah. let's start with chips. <laughs>
0: so, so yeah, so do you consider chips a candy? Then? No, no, <laughs> I
1: don't. It's just being silly. Truffles says Italian to me, maybe French too, but anyway. So we're starting with truffle chip from the giuliani Tartufi company
0: okay and
1: this was founded by giuliana martinelli back in 1991 now this might be the most italian thing i've ever heard but giuliani martinelli as a boy he'd drive his moped out in the woods with his dog to go truffle hunting of <laughs> course in the mornings presumably before school um so then he started his truffle company, and nice. they sell a whole bunch of products. I want to say that we've had truffle oil or truffle vinegar or something from this company. Okay. I look kind of familiar, yeah. So he makes sauces, cheese, pastas, truffle, and even beer. Truffle beer. Ooh, that would be truffle interesting. Truffle salami. Yeah, so much. on their I think website. I've had a
0: truffled salami before. Oh, okay. Maybe not from this company, but I think I've had it before. So ooh, they smell like they smell like chips and truffles.
1: Okay, now. Now, for you listeners, Avery really loves truffles. I can take them or leave them. I don't hate them, like else, but I haven't had them on
0: in chips. First on. look, I like that the skins on the chips, and they seem a little bit thicker, like most European chips.
1: Yeah, they almost reminded me of the Guinness chips we yeah. had. That's truffly. I would say at first it hits you, and I don't like the truffle flavor so, but it's there. It's prominent, but then it yeah. Works really well with the greasy, like uh-huh. the oily, greasy chip, thick cut chip, almost like kettle chip feel. Yeah. Like that, and it works really well together.
0: Because the truffle wasn't overpowering, and I think sometimes truffle can be so overpowering. Yeah. Like you said, the greasy chipness blend it well with it so it wasn't so overpowering and it was really nice it wasn't subtle it was right there it was right with you
1: I actually think you hit the nail on the head for me with truffles sometimes it's too much and I think that you know because I always eat such expensive things that I'm always (laughs) having things over truffled
0: (laughs) over (laughs) truffled
1: no but yeah, I was pleasant. I was surprised. I feel like I might have just Guinness in my mind, but I feel like I want a glass of beer with that chip.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I think it would pair well with chips. Yeah, the texture of them, the feel of them, would go great with a beer. Yeah, I'm. I'm not thinking Guinness. So I no, think no, Guinness but... might be overpowering. But something lighter, like a light, a nice light lager. Yeah, because you're not having an overpowering beer, and I think they would all blend well together.
1: Yeah, I wasn't necessarily thinking Guinness. I was just thinking I had Guinness in the brain. Yeah. So while we. Let that uh, meld Digest. in our mouths. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll take a, our first break.
0: So the Mess Hall podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to Cross Pollination, a podcast about creative and innovation. NB interviews those who combine fields, knowledge, and talents to create something new. So I've that's the spiel that I give all the time, like the official spiel, but the unofficial spiel is, is an awesome podcast. I listened to it before and I, before we do a podcast, I like to give a couple episodes to listen. You know, they did a COVID episode and just, again, MB does an awesome awesome podcast and i really do enjoy it so make sure you check that out along with a lot of other podcasts on the alberta podcast network like i said cross pollination great podcast give it a listen um you'll probably enjoy it if not switch over to another podcast on the alberta <laughs> podcast network so or
1: listen to more of our episodes yes there's
0: 126 <laughs> other episodes that you can go back and listen to again
1: I'm kidding. There's so many on the <laughs>
0: Alberta
1: Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah. We don't need all the attention.
0: No, but that flavor is still in my mouth. But again, it's not overpowering. Because I think with the the chippiness and the, uh, I don't want to say greasy. Cause,
1: no, greasy was a negative way to but, say it, but just but
0: I think oiliness. That, yeah, a little bit of oiliness. Like just settles, like settles nicely in the mouth. And it's still in there, but not again overpowering. Yeah. It's just nice.
1: I was wondering if they used olive oil, but no. Sunflower oil. Yeah. I'm just curious. (laughs) Yeah, well, while we ponder how good they were, (laughs) we'll move on to the... We have two flavors of chips from the San Carlo Company. This company, named after a church, (laughs) um, has been around since 1936. I couldn't find a lot. Just that. So we're going to start with tomato, parsley, and basil.
0: Again, this is not the first, like, we had the margarita pizza chip. Yeah,
1: I think that was from the Asian store, right? Like Asian store. No, snacks. that
0: we had. A, that was from the chip salad episode.
1: Yeah. I, but I thought, oh, yes, the healthy. Yes. I think they were lentil. Yes. I think. Yeah.
0: And they were really good. So if they're anything like the, they look pretty cool because you can see like little flecks of green and red on there.
1: Yeah, almost tastes cheesy, like parmesan.
0: I'm definitely getting that cilantro or cilantro. Basil? Yeah, that basil comes through really nice and like the parsley comes through as well.
1: Yeah, like, just that herbaceous yeah. kind of flavor, yeah.
0: Having that flavor in eggs, like cooking scrambled eggs with fresh herbs in it. Mm-hmm. That was that's what almost it reminds me of. It was really good yeah. again. It blended really well together.
1: I thought the basil might be overpowering but it wasn't, because I find it can be. No, it was a great balance.
0: It was, it was. So after having those two chips, I'm really excited for the next one.
1: Oh, this was a, maybe the most excited thing, the thing I was most excited for in the whole box. So yeah. same company, San Carlo, but it's mint and chili pepper flavor.
0: I'm yes. curious on how those two flavors are going to go together, because I don't know if I've ever had those two flavors together. But now that they're in chip form, I'm super excited. I'm hoping for a little bit of spiciness And a nice relieving mint, like, you know, that freshness.
1: Yeah. So So
0: let's get into it.
1: Oh, and it says on the bag, Milano, a bite of style.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess it would be a bite of style because it's not your regular everyday chip. Yeah,
1: even the bags are like just nice bags. They seem like good quality. Yeah. Just good looking quality, good packaging. So the best way I can describe that is it didn't have a mint and chili taste, but a mint and chili feeling sensation on my lips like i could feel kind of the heat of the chili and then yeah. afterwards almost like and this is going to make it sound really bad but almost like i brush my teeth like it is that
0: yeah i can see
1: refreshing
0: i can, I can feel or taste the uh refreshness from yeah. the mint i'd love to have another mint chip
1: yeah yeah we'll have yeah. to if anyone knows of a brand that makes anything with any chips with mint let us know yeah
0: but. because it was good i yeah. i i I still like the basil flavor more than that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try both those chips together. Of course
1: you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to take back my, my statement. It's not like I brushed my teeth. It's actually like I ate mint. And often I eat mint straight up out of my wa- I put mint in my water, and then I'll eat the mint right out of my water, and it's more refreshing and like that way, and it's like that. Not like toothpaste. I should've I shouldn't have described it as that. So over there, how are they together? Herbie. Herbie? Too herbie?
0: No. Did it was nice.
1: Did the chili get lost in all those yeah. flavors? Yeah. But could you feel the mint?
0: No, not feel, but it seemed like it just blended in with the parsley and the basil and the tomato.
1: Should we mix the bag together? Or is no. that taking from the specialness of each I think of its it own would. entity? It <laughs> would.
0: So we we've done chips.
1: Yes, and now we're the dessert. <laughs> Life is good when you have chips for dinner and cookies for dessert. <laughs> We're going to start with. Well, I say cookies. I don't know if meringues are necessarily cookies.
0: I would say a meringue is. I don't know. Because yeah. every time. Well, maybe not. But when I think They're of.
1: It like a cookie.
0: Yeah. The, the only two ways I've ever had meringue is like on a pie or in a cookie form. So I do think of it as a cookie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll start <laughs> from the Gadeshi. Company. They've been around since 1970 from Cremona, Italy. That's around all I could find on them, but I found a lot on meringue. Okay. <laughs> so the French claim that they made it first, and it, there it's in a cookbook in, in 1692. But. Also, there's claims that the Swiss made it, inspired by an Italian chef in the 17th century, beginning of the 18th century. So, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but there is three distinct types of meringue. I don't know if you remember this from cooking school.
0: No, I don't.
1: You could probably guess on what I just said.
0: like French, if, yeah. which
1: is made with castor or just white sugar. Yeah sweet meringue which is you make it over a water bath and whisk it till it's cool and italian which is made with a sugar syrup so
0: it comes back i i remember italian i remember french and yeah
1: yeah i couldn't quite remember but i did these come in this beautiful tin it's hinged it's a hinged tin almost like a (laughs) lunchbox and i said i would save that tin and avery called me old (laughs) um and they're they're so cute little white and pink meringue but i I believe from what I've read on the box that they're both that they're both the same flavor.
0: Okay. What color
1: would you like, Abe? Uh, <laughs> it's like Bart, Bart Simpson in the pastry.
0: I'll have. I want pink one. I'm feeling festive today.
1: I'm trying one of both.
0: Mm. I was going to say, do you want my half?
1: That one might be a little better. No, it's probably the same. Uh,
0: they were soft and flaky, but like not pastry flaky, but like a melting your mouth flakiness mm. when you chewed into it, like bit into it. I don't know if like chewed into it is really a term, but it is now because I said it on the podcast.
1: Yeah, I've had other meringue and they're just kind of, they're drier.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. This was a little, I wouldn't say they were moist. No. But but they didn't take the moisture out of my mouth.
1: Or they could be not cooked properly, like when I've made a couple. (laughs) (laughs) And they just kind of like melt too quickly, but yeah. this was perfect, and it was a perfect, I want to say, vanilla flavor. Yeah. No, there, it didn't. doesn't say vanilla in it, just is flavoring. Okay.
0: Yeah, um, but it was good. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, and I don't normally like meringues the, that much.
0: Again, I'll go it back is. to that light texture. It was soft, but like had some texture to it like yeah yeah it was it
1: almost reminded me of a marshmallow but like dried which sounds bad but
0: (laughs) but heard but still (laughs) soft soft yeah Yeah.
1: i like that they were small enough like even though i bit into it i like that they were small enough i can put a whole one in yeah. because just for you listeners we took a bite out of it and then switched to see if the pink and the white were different and they weren't
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but i was pleasant i was not really looking forward to those and i'm yeah they, they were nice
0: i was I was very happy
1: yeah and now we'll go to the other can the other
0: oh canister. I, when i opened this i gasped because it was so nice
1: yep so we are doing puff pastries from Matilde Vicenzi Company. She opened her shop in 1905 outside of Verona, and her grandson now runs it. I don't know. It looked familiar to me, and I'm pretty sure I used Lady Fingers, making tiramisu from this company.
0: Oh, maybe, yeah. It
1: looked really familiar to me, and yeah. Um, it's been a while. I'd have to say I haven't made tiramisu since we lived in Halifax, so yeah. 16, 17 years ago.
0: I thought you were going to say like... Sixteen, 17, just, <laughs> just, just the year you were born.
1: Yeah, so there are puff pastry treats. There are four different kinds. There's a chocolate vanilla. Uh, I mean, ch- ch- hazelnut chocolate, raspberry, just plain, and a custard. Yeah, a they all custard. look so good. So, so I'm going to go, I'm going to talk about puff pastry, which, uh, you know, I often get things from Wikipedia. And, you know, we all know Wikipedia can be wrong, but I'm going <laughs> to say they're way off. <laughs> Because they said a French painter... Had made it first, and then I read from a food history website that in 1645, a pastry apprentice named Claudius Jelle made a buttery bread for his sick father. Okay. And apparently, his pastry chef didn't think it would work because there was so much butter folded in that he thought the butter would just seep out, and they were amazed when it just rose. Then he went to Florence and he started working for the Mosca's brother pastry shop, and they took all the claim. He worked in the back. He seemed, from all accounts, he seemed fine for this, but they they took all the honors and said it was their. But And he just worked in the back. Yeah, um, that's really disappointing to me. But, of course, there's also a Spanish cookbook, Book on the Art of Cooking, which was published earlier in 1607 that has a reference for a pastry using butter or lard. So, and it could be just kind of a take on phyllo dough, which has olive oil. Who cares about the history? Let's dig in. <laughs> which kind are you going to try?
0: Oh, the chocolate one.
1: Yeah, and it's chocolate hazelnut. On the box it says chocolate, but on the ingredients it says hazelnut.
0: When I first opened this, I thought it was going to be like <gasps> Danish cookies. like. Ah. But then, shall we just have a half each? Yeah. But then when opening up the box, <laughs> it was like so much different
1: as avery cuts the cookie with a tiny little kid pair of scissors because that's what we have handy and the less dishes he dirties the better i guess and don't worry i now have to wash the scissors and sweep the floor Looks Mm. like
0: you have a full day tomorrow.
1: (laughs) I'll be up till 2 a.m. I think we need a whole one to pop right in our mouth. (laughs) I want to cut it in half and make a little ice cream sandwich. Oh,
0: I think that would be like a little scoop of pistachio ice cream.
1: Mm. This is more buttery.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing.
1: I think it is called butter. Yeah, it's called puff pastry with fresh butter and it does taste more buttery
0: it does so, they were
1: i was surprised the chocolate and the the chocolate and the, they call it milk cream i thought would be the best and the filling it wasn't bad at all but the filling didn't add as much as the raspberry really complemented the butter flavor yeah. or even just the butter one
0: i think the the cream one Was almost like a flaky.
1: Yes, it has that sugary coating. I was trying to think what that sugar top. But I think if you had
0: like the jam with the Mm. cream, it would be like a flaky even more.
1: We said ice cream, but whipped cream and some (laughs)
0: jam and make (laughs) our
1: own flakies. I feel like I wanted tea with them, or even a glass of wine, port for you, probably.
0: Yes, definitely some port.
1: Somehow it reminded me of Christmas.
0: I think it's the tin.
1: I think it's the butter flavor and the
0: look. Yeah, because like you know,
1: shortbread butter.
0: Yeah, like I said, those Swiss tin cookie things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the but, royal Danish. cookies.
0: Yeah. sorry, Danish cookies. Mm-hmm. But they had that flavor to them. But they weren't dry. They weren't. Um, oh. They were so flaky and nice, and you could really taste that butter flavor in there. Yeah, it wasn't. It doesn't seem like it was faked. It seemed like they used butter in it.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to read the tin and not make a mess. Yeah, it seems like there's butter in all of them. Um, what I like, and which are is dangerous, is that they're small. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ate too many in that sitting, and I might have some more. Because you can just pop them in your mouth, and yeah, that's dangerous. And, oh, well, let's try this kind now. I should have <laughs> this kind.
0: I'm probably going to have another one of the cream ones after the podcast.
1: Not not after I sweep. <laughs> Avery can't see. There's some on his shirt. There's some oh, in his facial I... hair.
0: <laughs> some in your facial hair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> yeah, so I saved the most Italian thing for last. Okay. I don't know. It's Amaretti cookies. I don't know if I've ever had an Amaretti cookie.
0: I don't think I have. But I've
1: heard of them for sure. So these are from the falcone company and pistachio flavor so couldn't find anything on the company
0: (laughs) (laughs) i could find you're having a hard time
1: well sometimes because if i read italian i'd find more yeah i did find out falcone is also the word for falcon there's it was an anti-mafia judge with that last name
0: okay
1: and there's a dc comic book character with and that's his last name and it might be catwoman's father just so you know. I came across, is <laughs> he Catwoman's father? And I didn't read the answer. <laughs> I total, I think so, but yeah. So anyway, amaretti, which is the plural. Amaretto is sing- singular.
0: Oh. It means
1: almond as far as almond. Okay. This is an almond flavor macaroni. Mac- how they are described so legend says that in the 18th century a serrano couple looked for something to feed a visiting bishop from milan and they made emirati cookies that's just nice legend. nice um they're often, often, they're often made with apricot kernel instead of almond and same with the liqueur sometimes it will just have apricot kernel in it and not almond okay Um, i don't think that's standard i think that's just people cheating (laughs) (laughs) um and that causes a little bit bitter is what
0: okay okay Like in the
1: liqueur and that now the kernel is the seed inside the hard part of the hard endocamp
0: when you said the kernel i was hoping you'd go on a kfc tangent
1: oh we have kfc flavored amaretti tonight (laughs) and pistachio And anyway, I remember reading that I've seen apricot kernels touted as a health food in health food stores, and I've also heard that they're poisonous. Huh. They contain cyanide. And in between seven, 1979 and 1998, there were two non-fatal poisonings from apricot kernels in the U.S. Huh. There was a girl in Europe who ate 10 kernels, and she got poisoning. So, did, she,
0: did she die or just poisoned
1: i forgot to write that down <laughs> and that seems like a vital point per piece of research but i feel like i would have said fa- you uh, no i don't know what i would have done but apparently if you boil them in water it decreases their toxicity
0: okay. so on that
1: note let's try amaretti that also have kernels in them that- <laughs> Apricot They're nice and green.
0: They're softer. I thought they were going to be a hard cookie, but yeah.
1: I guess they're more, I guess they're like a French
0: macaroon, maybe. Let's see. So Alina just choked almost (laughs) to death because she put it all in her mouth at once and just tried (laughs) to swallow it without chewing. (laughs) I took my time and ate it like a normal human being. So I thought it was good. It was nice, soft. It had a good texture. I know you said... Like a French macaroon, but I thought it was better than...
1: has more like pieces of almonds, or maybe yeah. apricot kernel. But, or pistachio, I suppose, because they're pistachio flavor. I mean, they are green, which is kind of fun, but at first a little off-putting, because if a cookie went moldy, I pictured it would be that color green, <laughs> and I got, had that in my mind. But.
0: I didn't even think of that. I just thought it was a good, good cookie.
1: It is. I want to dip it in espresso. I don't drink espresso, but la- a latte. <laughs>
0: I think it would be a good dip cookie because I think it would soak up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really good.
1: Yeah, it was, the pistachio flavor was so nice. Yeah, yeah, it was. It real pistachio as opposed to, and I do love the fake pistachio flavor of the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Not to put down that, but yeah,
0: yeah, it was really good. It had had this soft chewiness to it that I really enjoyed, and just the flavor was really good too. It was. It was a really good cookie. Yeah. I enjoyed everything.
1: Me too. You could see why she gains pounds when she goes to Italy and eat, pray, love. All of this food is good.
0: Yeah. I also read the book and watched the movie of Eat, Pray, Love.
1: <laughs> it's Avery's favorite book. He yes. has a signed copy
0: <laughs> <laughs> on our
1: bedside table. Well, we ponder what our favorite is. Yeah. Because I Because that's going to be hard. I,
0: I don't know if we have enough time in this commercial break for me to think about what's my favorite. But yeah go on about this commercial
1: this episode of the mess hall podcast is brought to you by back to school again a podcast about midlife learners the next season dives into the power of online learning let's take a listen hi i'm katrina ingram i'm working on a special three-part mini series of the back to school again podcast in partnership with athabasca university which highlights the power of online learning We'll talk about how the internet has transformed education, the role of micro and micro-credentialing, and an exciting new offering called PowerEd. I've just completed the PowerEd course, Machine Learning for Competitive Advantage, and I'll share some of the cool things I've learned about how artificial intelligence is shaping our world and how to apply machine learning to solve business problems. The series launches in April, but you can subscribe now at backtoschoolagain.ca. Hope you'll join us. Find Back to School Again on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it at backtoschoolagain.ca. That's backtoschoolagain.ca.
0: So last time we did a ad for Back to School Again, we went on a whole rant on how good the podcast was. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Yeah, and just listen to one of our previous episodes so you can think hear what we think of Back to School Again. Yeah. We're forcing you to go back to our podcast again.
1: I feel like I wish they had a very simple um, opening theme and that we could sing it like, Back to school <laughs> podcast, back to school. But maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah, so Abe, what do you think? So
0: just next time we're reading an ad where it says, you kind of messed it up, and said oh. this episode of your podcast. Can you not? Not saying this, re- huh? Can you just put your podcast? I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I know I usually ask what biggest surprise was or what your I know favorite my biggest was, surprise. but what did you think of everything altogether?
1: Oh, everything was delicious. It was. The chips were sophisticated.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: And the cookies were... They're all packaged cookies, but they're like g- great quality packaged cookies. Yes. It's like homemade packaged cookies, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like they didn't taste fake.
0: It's... It's not a kid's treat that you would usually get. Maybe Italian kids, this is
1: what they normally get.
0: Yeah, maybe they do, and I'm very jealous of them. Mm -hmm. But everything here was so grown up. Nice, complex flavors, but not overpowering flavors. Like we talk about the truffle chips. It wasn't overpowering, but it was a nice truffle flavor. The butter in the cookies, you could taste that butter. You could, and again, it wasn't overpowering but it blended well. Everything blended really well. The pistachios, you could have the nice texture in there, the softness of the pistachio nut, but also the flavor was really good throughout it, and it had this nice sweetness.
1: Now, is this all Italian flavors? or I mean, Lina's has a nice name in town. Do they just carry the best, or is Uh, Italy just the best? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I don't know, but if they're carrying not the best... I would like to know what the best is. Yeah. <laughs> because
1: I think the best, is, the only step above is actually going like homemade yeah. Italian grandmother yeah. making it.
0: And yeah, yeah, it was just so good. Everything here was so good. So a mm-hmm. big thank you. I know Linus didn't sponsor this in any nope. way. I reached out to them and they set up a perfect box for us. And oh my God, everything was so good. And I can't wait to try the rest on Monday.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say the leftovers because they'll be gone before you get home from work tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about
0: <laughs> taking some to work, and I don't know if I'm going to. Usually I like to share everything that I have. Like, hey, try this, try that. I don't know if I want to share this stuff. Like, Yeah. Even if I brought this whole box of cookies, I don't I don't know don't if wanna I'd want to share. share it. I, I think I'd deliver punches of to the face before somebody would get one of these <laughs> cookies from me.
1: I'm kind of glad that they have egg or nuts and then we don't have to share with our son who's (laughs) allergic to eggs and nuts. But we did tell him he could have some chips. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but, oh, these were just terrific. It's one of the best food genres that we've done so far. Like, the best food on a podcast overall.
1: There was no disappointment. I was surprised by the chili mint chips, but they weren't what I expected. They were... Different than I expected, and better than I expected. Like the sensation, really good, they just yeah. weren't what I like, what I envisioned. Like I said, meringues. I was kind of like eh, meringues, but these were the best I've ever had, and they're in a tin.
0: Yeah, and they were really, really good. I, like I said, this was just so good. And favorite. Oh, I don't know. The uh, pistachio cookies were really good, but so were like the cream fill the puff pastries? Yeah, the cream filled puff pastry. That was really good.
1: Would you say the cream was your favorite?
0: I, I I think so.
1: Oh, I liked the raspberry just as a little bit of jam. Yeah, or the plain, but I didn't dislike the other ones. But like I even the, <laughs>
0: even the plain one, that butter flavor came through so yeah. nicely. Like it tasted like butter and pastry. Like yeah, so soft, the flakiness,
1: almost like pie crust or like like yeah. puff pastry. Yeah, but yeah.
0: It was just so good. It was so. It was like we said, it was a grown up flavor and yeah, Italian kids are so lucky. Like even the chips, sitting down watching a movie, if I had these.
1: They'd be gone during the previews? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like the basil came through really nicely and again, not overpowering and it blended really well. And I don't know how many times I've said that on the podcast, (laughs) but it's so true. I'm not making it up. It is what it is and it's so good
1: overwhelmed everything was so good yeah and i don't even know if i have a favorite no i keep looking at the meringue and is it just because it's the packaging (laughs) that they were so good too or the puff pastry yeah i don't know and then i look over at the chips and even the the truffle chips yeah we started with those so i don't know sometimes i forget things by the end (laughs) Yeah, we have some eating to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking
0: forward to some leftovers here.
1: Sometimes we give leftovers away. When <laughs> nobody.
0: Too bad, Carolyn, you're not getting any of this.
1: Too bad neighbors who have run chips over, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were so, so good. Um, again, thanks to Lena's Italian Market here in Calgary. Great name. S- yeah, great name. Wrong
1: spelling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so good. And thanks for setting us up with that. That was... I'm looking forward to Monday, the chocolate bears. The
1: chocolates, yep.
0: So I'm going to have to definitely get some port for that. Yep. I ran out of port last week, so. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so tune in Monday for the live episode. Ciao. Yeah, ciao. (laughs) (laughs)